Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What tricks will the schedule makers pull off on the Cowboys this season, or will they give them a leg up as we look ahead to tonight's NFL schedule release? This, of course, is time to get riled up with your man Tom Rao and your boy Roy White. You can follow him at Tom Rao BTB on the Twitterverse, and you can, of course, follow me at RDub3 and follow all the great content at Blogging the Boys on Twitter and at bloggingtheboys.com. And we're coming to you early with this podcast. The Oak Show will be recorded later on today to react to the schedule or just before the schedule, rather. And then, of course, we will have reaction to the schedule release live on our YouTube channel, which, by the way, just eked over 20,000 subscribers. So thank you to all of you who have subscribed to the Blogging the Boys YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, what are you doing? Get over there now, hit that subscribe button, and you'll be alerted when they go live to react to all the news as it breaks for the Cowboys in regards to what the schedule looks like for 2023. Now, having said that, Tom, I am more than happy to pump up my fellow blogging the boys cohorts and RJ Ochoa does a fantastic job of pumping energy into these types of announcements and these types of things that the NFL also likes to pump a lot of energy into, but they make a lot of money off of it, Tom. And uh, you and I do not. And <laughs> I think at least to start with, you and I agreed this evening is a little bit overblown. Yeah, more like a lot overblown. This should be a simple press release with the whole schedule. Uh, let us analyze and everything. But no, they've got a way to get some viewers to charge sponsors some money. And they just turn it into a bunch of hoopla and it it's a schedule guys <laughs> we just want to know when they play we don't want to go through all your little side stories and all that stuff you know i i i frankly don't watch it i i will kind of follow it on social media when the games come out see what happens but for me it's easier to find out when I, somebody gets an article up and we'll have an article up listing the actual schedule <sighs> Uh, but the NFL is, they may be the greatest marketers in the whole world. <laughs> they just, they can take, you know, anything, you know, uh, an announcement about a new shoe style that's been developed, you know, <laughs> just turn yeah. it into an hour long special. Yeah. Making a chicken schedule into chicken salad, if you will. Um, and it winds up being something that at least we ingest. Because people do watch the NFL production of it. I'm like you. I go straight to social media. And in truth, actually, as I sort of back away from my initial comment, I don't like what the NFL does because they take like an around the NFL look 
and almost no one cares about that overall look. Everyone wants to know what's happening with my team, my squad. So if you do turn on to the YouTube channel, like, and I am serious when I say this, hey, you'll get all the reaction to how it's going to look for the Cowboys, and that will be well worth your time. But mm -hmm. what it's going to look like for the overall look of the NFL, hard to really put any stock into that because half of those games ain't even going to be what they look like at the beginning of the offseason, really, or the offseason workout program versus what it will actually look like come week one and then at the week they ultimately face each other in the season. So with that being said, Tom, we kind of have highlighted the games that we're looking forward to on the Cowboys schedule. We don't necessarily know how it's all going to shake out. Thankfully, we do know the Cowboys aren't going to be featured in any of the international games, which, again, if we're talking about getting a leg up from the schedule makers, hey, it's just not a disadvantage that you have to play on the international stage. And the Cowboys don't have to do that, thankfully, in 2023. Yeah, I, and I, I fully applaud the fact that the NFL is trying to expand the fan base in Europe. You know, we have great fans over there. Uh, we have you know, members of blogging the boys, uh, you know, that, that, uh, you know, Paul Stewart, Mike Poland, uh, that, that are overseas and it's great for them to have games coming to them. It's just logistically, it's hard on the teams. Uh, you get, you have the international flight, which is tiring. Uh, you have to, you know, everybody has to work a whole week away from their home which is not something you do uh, when you're playing games here in the States. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure that next year the Cowboys aren't going to dodge that bullet. Uh, they're too big a draw. And I think the NFL understands that they have to occasionally give the European fans a, a real powerhouse team uh, and, you know, whether or not the Cowboys are having success on the field, they are a team that has a huge fan base around the globe. So, you know, next year we'll probably be having a rather different discussion about that. Um, but, yeah, you have to remember, too, the, the Cowboys every season, there are certain things that are given. One that's, is that they are going to hog some primetime slots. Uh the NFL knows that they are the biggest ratings generator in the whole league. And so they want to put them on when they can get the national audience in. That's, that's why the Cowboys don't play as many noon kickoffs central time. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the 1 PM time on the East East coast, they, they'll, they'll go uh, Sunday night. They get, they, they'll get, you know, they'll get a Monday night game. They'll get a Thursday night game. And a lot of the three slash four p.m. kickoffs. So we know that's going to happen. So there's a lot of game. These games are going to be featured nationally. Yeah, if you look a season ago, the Cowboys had officially five primetime games. There were actually, to my surprise, in looking at it, there were eleven other teams. Tom that had five primetime games as well. But you also have to factor in the Thanksgiving game for the Cowboys, which is not considered a primetime game, even though I believe it's in a primetime slot. So ultimately, the Cowboys wound up with six primetime games a season ago. I expect them to hit that mark as well this season. 
probably around six. I don't know if there's restrictions this year on on how many primetime games you can play in because, of course, the flexing of schedule rules this season are going to be different. They'll be flexing games earlier this season and more often. And secondly, the networks that will be showcasing these games will be different. Gone are the all NFC contests going to be played on Fox and all AFC contests going to be played on CBS. They're actually now putting those up for bid on a weekly basis. So this will be very interesting to see kind of how it shakes out for the Cowboys. And ultimately you can expect them to play in prime time many times throughout this season based on the expectations coming in. Yeah. I, I think they're, they, the Cowboys were at the cap last year was what happened. Uh, the NFL realizes they can't just give Dallas Sunday night slot every week. They would as much as, that I think they would if it was an option. The the Cowboys would at least get half of them. Uh, yeah. So you know that they're going to be leaning heavy towards those those prime slots that the the NFL has. They they love to let people have a chance to tune in to root for or against the Cowboys because let's be honest, the against market is actually a bigger. A group of people that tune into hoping to see the Cowboys fall on their face, um, you know, and that that gives the you know the Cowboys also have the advantage of being in the NFC East, which collectively has the biggest media markets out there of any division in football. So you know, you have to look at the 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 Eagles, the Giants. Even the commanders are a good opponent to match up with the Cowboys in prime time. So that's going to probably be it. But there are some interesting storylines, some some real some some games this year that at this point look like they would be great fodder for that. Like you said, though, they're letting that they're going more to flexing later in the season because they realize if you have a, a, a matchup that suddenly is a clunker where one of the teams is, is kind of circling the drain for the season. You don't want to keep them in, in a, a, one of these, you know, premium games. You don't want to have them on Sunday night football. So all this can change. And that means that there's now the factor of which ones do you put in early knowing that, Early in the season, before you got the record built up, there's a lot of interest in it at that point. So you don't want to waste that, which, you know, like that's a, a good thing to talk about the Buffalo Bills with. That looks like a high probability of being a game between a couple of teams that are headed for the playoffs. That one is more logical to maybe do later in the season if they want to go with that one. And I think it would be a good one to do. Uh, you know, Buffalo doesn't have the greatest market up there, but they're developing a pretty good uh, national following because they've, they've suddenly had success in the past few years after many years in the doldrums. So that one might be late. Um Unfortunately, it's not a Thanksgiving candidate. There aren't a lot of good Thanksgiving Day candidates because of how the, the split fell out this year. Uh, the real Most of the really intriguing games are away games for the Cowboys, like the Bills. Uh, 
And that yeah, explain what you can, meant when you said the split there. You meant the teams that the Cowboys are facing at home versus the teams that they're facing on the road. They just didn't have a lot of great options from the ones they're facing at home. Yeah, and they they're playing an extra game on the road, which you know tilts it that direction too. Um, another one that you you that looks like a great one to take a bet on having late in the season would be the 49ers. That's another away game for the Cowboys. And we all know exactly what has happened with the Cowboys and the 49ers in the playoffs the past couple of years. Uh, that could be a great game that would maybe be a preview of what's going to happen in a few weeks. Yeah. If you They're not too game. late there. I think like right after that Thanksgiving game or right there early in December is yeah. a great spot for that game. Um, just because, Hey, you know, you got those divisional games that you want to squeeze into the back end of the season, just because you know, that race is going to be tight as well. Yeah. Now something that you also need to factor in is that they, they love to have the Cowboys on Sunday or Monday night to open the season, get them good ratings for that, you know, because, you know, once again, everybody's going to be O coming into that game. So whoever they put against the Cowboys in the first week, if they follow the game plan of giving them that early one, or maybe even if they put it off to the second week of the season, it's, it's almost guaranteed they're going to get one of those two slots. Yeah, so do you think they'll take the approach of putting in a fire matchup because it's week one like they did last year with the Bucks, which I think was kind of a fire, you know, matchup to put for the Cowboys? Or do you think they'll go with something lighter, right? Maybe not with as much intrigue simply because, hey, it's the Cowboys to start the season, whoever they play we're going to be able to get massive ratings from it and we can save that sweet matchup for later on in the season. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Well, that's there's one game that really, really draws my attention there. <laughs> and that's against the New York Jets. Because Aaron Rodgers is now wearing a different shade of green. And he will be playing against his old coach, Mike McCarthy. And there's, you know, word that there's, you know, not as much love lost there as there could be. And the Jets are an unknown. They've, they've really been trying to bolster the roster around Rodgers, but they were not a great team last year. That would be a great one for the first weekend or two when, you know, you still don't know what they've got going and you could just hype the McCarthy Rogers matchup all, all day long. Well, in the and Jets, I, you could hype them defensively as well. They weren't a great team, but so much of that had to do with their failures at quarterback because mm-hmm. they hit on both of their first round picks in the NFL draft. They've got a couple of wide receiver talents that, look like they're up and coming. In fact, you could argue they have too many options at wide receiver that they're going to have to get rid of somebody at some point, even still. And, you know, they could absolutely be a great matchup for the Cowboys. And I think you're right. Early in the season makes sense because if they're not there late, it just doesn't have the intrigue, right? Especially if Aaron Rodgers is teetering off of a bad season and possibly contemplating retirement or worst case scenario, he's gotten hurt at that point. And now the matchup has very little intrigue all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to put the Cowboys against the New York team in week one. The NFL loves that uh, as Mm -hmm. we've seen so many times over the years and maybe just switch it up and make it the green team from New York instead of the blue and uh, red one. Yeah, that's, and if, if I were scheduling, I would really be tempted to lean that direction. That, that's, that just, that's, It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I I don't know if I'll be right, but yeah, that would be that would be kind of fun, don't you think? Oh yeah. Uh, it, the storyline's there, and they've got another one, and I'm not quite sure where this one falls because the team kind of had a struggle last year, mm. uh, but they've still got a good quarterback, and they've got some other really good players. And their new offensive coordinator is Kellen Moore. I'm talking, of course, about the San Diego, uh, the say the mm. Los Angeles Chargers. Ugh, I keep trying not to fall back <laughs> on that, but to me, ah! you know, they were the San Diego Chargers for my entire freaking life, <laughs> and then they ah! moved to Los Angeles. <laughs> it drives me crazy. But Kellen Moore is out in LA, and. It's hard not to say that Mike McCarthy didn't try to scapegoat Kellen Moore for the offensive struggles the Cowboys had late this season. He didn't and try to. Gonna... He basically did. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was being kind of nice there. But, sure. yeah, Mike McCarthy threw him under the bus and out of Dallas. And the Chargers snapped him up in a heartbeat because I think he's probably a pretty good match for Justin Herbert. Uh, I think he'll do well, and and I think he's going to want to prove something on a, if he gets it to do it on a national stage. There's lots of drama there uh, that can be manufactured, so to speak, uh, for the broadcast. But it it is there. It they, you know there is a storyline. It's a legit storyline to look at, and that's one 
maybe you bet on the Chargers coming along if you want to do that late. Um, like I said, it's it's really a shame if some of those are not home games because there's some great possible Thanksgiving matchups there that can't happen. Uh, you know, the Cowboys only have seven options because one of their home games is the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. And the Lions have their own Thanksgiving Day tradition, you know, so they'll be playing at home on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so they're out. Um, and that just, you know, that doesn't leave you a whole lot because basically all you've got left to pick are the other three NFC te- East teams. And you've got the Rams, uh, you've got Seattle, uh, which might be a good matchup because Seattle is kind of an unknown right now. Mm-hmm. They could be good. Geno uh, Smith then, in year two of that offense. Yeah. Then you've got New England, uh, which is – with Bill Belichick, they could always make a return to contention, so that might be a good one. And New England has a good following too. See, this so is where I, I think – this is where I feel like the NFL does like – they do take the approach of, hey, we know you're tuning in. It's the only game. So we'll actually be okay with giving you a not-so-juicy opponent for the Cowboys. So I yeah. could see this being either the Rams or even the Patriots. I guess the Patriots don't have a lot of juice right now from a talent standpoint. Yes, it's Bill Belichick and the mystique around him, but I would have a difficult time getting hyped about that game anywhere outside of Thanksgiving. And that might be why it's the perfect place to put it there yeah. for me. And, you know, if they go the other direction, if they really want a, a premium matchup to just drive the ratings to the roof. You schedule the Eagles. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, it could be a place where they could hedge their bets with the jets too, because you get the big metropolitan market. Um, you get the 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 Rogers storyline, even if they're you know not still in contention. Rogers a couple times they he just seemed to find a way to beat the Cowboys despite what was going on around him. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he matches up against the the uh, now supercharged Cowboys pass rush and defensive line. So it's you know this it's hard to say. Uh, you know, we, we know that the game is coming. We know it'll be, it'll have, you know, millions and millions of eyeballs on it. So, yeah. And, and it's, it's so hard because there's, there's a lot of different ways you can do the perm- permutations. And we have to remember that, that again, it's all hindsight right now. We, all we've got to look at is what did they do last season and then kind of sift in a little bit about what they did in the draft and, and some free agent signings and stuff. So we don't really know because it, it's just a, a fact of life that up to half the teams that made the playoffs last year aren't going to make it this year. Uh, so there's going to be churn in that group unless something really bizarre happens. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I mean, the Detroit Lions and the Carolina Panthers seem to be coming on last year. They might, uh, you know, be much more interesting matchups than we thought. And, you know, frankly, Dan Campbell makes the Lions interesting to me anytime they show up. 
Yeah. Uh, Agreed. I think that's a, that's the storyline, former cowboy Dan Campbell. And uh, just talking about kind of the storylines for each of these potential games, as far as like the marquee for a lot of these matchups, I look up and down the opponents that they are playing. And I can say to myself, you know, they actually face a decent number of pretty good quarterbacks. Now they don't face the top end, but maybe once Mm -hmm. or twice. Right. Only got to face a Josh Allen or a Justin Herbert twice. Right. But you're going to see Jalen Hurts twice. You're going to see Jared Goff, who I think is underrated and had a really nice season last year, has some decent Mm -hmm. weapons to throw to and and has played well in that offense. You're going to see Tua, who if he can stay healthy right out of concussion protocol, he might have some of the most dangerous weapons that the Cowboys are going to face on the road this season. Uh, I skip over the Rams and the Patriots because their quarterbacks are garbage to me. And then inside the division, right, is probably where the worst of them are. Sam Howell, we don't really know still. At least Cowboys fans aren't sold on what Daniel Jones really is. No, but you still got Kyler Murray over there in Arizona as well, who you're going to face at some Mm -hmm. point this season. And that will be a tremendous matchup and potential storyline for the Cowboys. So if I may, a quick transition on that front, I'd like to go over the opponents with you. And maybe if we could just have a little fun and predict what we think will be the, the headlining storyline for the Cowboys. And we already went through a couple of them, right? With some of these opponents for the jets, it's going to be, Aaron Rodgers beats the Cowboys every time he faces them. Can the Cowboys turn that around? Right? For for the Chargers, Kellen Moore returns to the scene of the crime. Who's really responsible for the Cowboys' downfall of 2022? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and the – yeah, I I really – don't know how how else to phrase that, but yeah, he's that to me is going to get overplayed to death. I, I will say, I, I think they're going. To It'll be overhyped. Play. You're right. Yeah, and you know it, it is going to be interesting because that was that was kind of that was one of these things where I think that decision showed that Mike McCarthy has a lot more control than some people might think. They they fall back on the old. Jerry Jones is running everything, and that's not really how it is. Uh, Mike McCarthy flexed a little muscle in moving Kellen out because he was unhappy. So hmm. that that was interesting. So go ahead. With By the way, the Cowboys will be uh, – two things on that specific game. The Cowboys are going to be favored in that game, I would suspect. And yeah. should they – will it be like a must win for them? Will it be a game that they need to win because Mike McCarthy made the decision to send Kellen Moore on his way on his way because it was their call on the inside. And also because like, quite frankly, Cowboys fans, based on what we've seen over the last couple of years, we would absolutely rather have our defense on the, on the Cowboys versus what the offense has produced, I think. And we all feel confident in Dan Quinn's ability to win that matchup. So I kind of wonder what the pressure will build to prior to that game. Cause I think it could maybe build to a point where it's like, yeah, the Cowboys kind of need to win that one. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, there's also going to be a, a kind of a recurring storyline that's going to be Dak Prescott versus whoever. 
Mm. You know, Dak Prescott versus Justin Herbert. Who's really the better quarterback? And we're going to see that, you know, milked all season long on the national shows. (laughs) Yeah. You'll get that about a half dozen times or so this season based on the opponents they will be playing. Yeah. So it's exciting. Of course, again, you're going to be able to catch all the reaction there on the YouTube channel. Check out Blogging the Boys on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. We'll be there live to react to it. RJ Ochoa and the Ocho will be coming actually with a pod right after the schedule announcement has gone. So again, like get the information off of social media, turn off your television or, or uh, what's the word? Um, just stream that YouTube channel on your smart TV nowadays. I guess that's what so many people have the options to do. I still have mm-hmm. to take it off of my phone, Tom. I watch it on my phone <laughs> and then I smart cast it from my phone to my TV. And that's typically how I'll run the show. If I'm going to watch something that I'm doing there on the YouTubes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I haven't, for some reason I can't get my smart cast. To, it always casts it to another TV. <laughs> not the one I, to. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm not smart about that. That but sounds like I a dumb cast, but I've got, I've got a, a, a huge laptop you know, big screen on my laptop. So it's just as much fun for me to watch the stuff on, on that. Yeah. See, I take that approach too, right? I just put the laptop two feet away from my face and <laughs> then it works just like a big screen. It takes up just as much of my periphery without the need for me to wear my glasses and see it from a long-term perspective. So um, any more thoughts as we get ready for the schedule release tonight, any other headlines that you can think of that, uh, you want to run with me or again, we can kind of save that for another day to go through is there will be plenty to discuss as we head into the 2023 season. Yeah, uh, I, I I would just say there's going to be a lot of games where it's going to be Mike McCarthy versus the opposing head coach, too, mm. because, you know, there's there's just this Belichick reason Sirianni. I'm trying to uh, like go through them. Carol, Carol, you know, uh, McVeigh, McVeigh, yeah, Campbell. and it's yeah, yeah. You just still see that coming up because uh, McCarthy has the same issue that Prescott has. Nobody wants to give them credit; they're always trying to say it's something else. So yeah, it's it's going to be fun, and uh, just like I said, just just remember that what you think about the the opponent at this point is probably going to change significantly uh, at least by about week three, as things start to shake out, we see what teams really are on the field. And the same goes for the Cowboys still a metamorphosis to take place for the roster as they trim things down and we will have you covered every step of the way. So make sure again, you subscribe to that YouTube channel, make sure you check out all the great content, bloggingtheboys.com and drop a comment in there, right? How do you want to see the schedule out? What would you like to see take place? Tom's got an article up there and you can get involved in the conversation. We would love to interact with you there on bloggingtheboys.com as well as on the social media platforms of your choosing. So uh, with that said for Tom, I'm Roy, you stay riled up on the Cowboys and we will see you next Thursday.